This is your host, Nisa Harris, and you are listening to Shomea Ve'ona Tehillim and Other Hebrew Texts Podcast, Episode 62. The following is the recitation of Psalm 56, a.k.a. Perek or Mizmor Nun Vav. After the recitation, stay tuned to hear more about this Mizmor. Psalm 56 al yonat elem rechokim le david michtam beechoz oto flishtim begat chaneni elohim ki sheafani enosh Kol hayom lochem yil chatseni sha'afu shorerai kol hayom ki rabim lochamim li marom yom ira ani elacha Evtach Belohim Ahalel Devaro Belohim Batachti Lo Ira Ma Yaaseh Vasar Li Kol Hayom Devarai Yaatsevu Alai Kol Mach Shivotam Lara Yaguru Yitponu Hema Akevai Yishmoru Kaasher Kivu Nafshi Al Aven Alet Lamo Peaf Amim Horaid Elohim Nodi Safarta Ata Sima Dim Ati Vino Decha Halo Besif Ratacha Az Yashuvu Oivai Achor Biyom Ekra Ze Yadati Ki Elohim Li Belohim Ahalel Davar Badonai Ahalel Davar Belohim Batachti Lo Ira Ma Yaase Adam Li Alai Elohim Nidarecha Ashalem 
todot lach ki hitzalta nafshi mimavet halo raglai midachi lehit halech lifnei Elohim beor hachayim. In Psalm 56, we revisit the storyline that we saw in Psalm 34, referring to Shmuel Aleph Perek Chaf Aleph, when the police team captured David in Gat, but now seemingly coming from the angle of when David is in the throes of despair or feeling the mortal danger currently, as opposed to the previous psalm where he was speaking from the perspective of the happy saved outcome. Just a reminder, the background story is when David was running away from his father-in-law, Shaul, the king of Israel, finally coming to terms with the fact that Shaul is actually trying to kill him, and realizing that he can't stay in his homeland, Israel, and figures he can take refuge in the Plishti land, or the Gaza area we know of today, with Achish, a.k.a. Avimelech, king of Gat, who is also Shaul's enemy only to be discovered by Yishbi, who wanted revenge for David having slain his brother, Goliath, Goliath, the giant, as well as tens of thousands of Plishti men. David was feeling in mortal danger and feigned insanity with drooling and scribbling on the walls, etc. And King Achish didn't believe that he was the great David warrior, and David ultimately was able to narrowly escape with his life. There are a few phrases in this psalm that deserve to be highlighted in particular. In the first Pasuk, there is a well-known phrase, Al Yonat Elem Rechokim, which is often translated without being translated, actually, but has become understood as on the mute and far dove. The Targum generalizes the phrase to not only be talking about David, who feels distant from being able to call any place home at this point, and unable to also vulnerably express who he is without fear of being killed. But the Targum is saying it's also referring to the nation of Israel in exile, needing to hide. For modern day example, they're yarmulke underneath a baseball cap, and feign to be something they are not in order to survive the anti-Semitism that exists in our myths. Other commentaries point out how this phrase of the mute and distant dove shows that David is really in a state of grief and despair, believing that this was in fact his end. When I did some research, I found that the Guardian says, Doves are the exception to the rule of silence, for every month is courting time. And so naturally, if David is depicting a dove that is going against its very nature and being silent, it would logically seem fitting to understand that this is an ultimate low point for David. However, Rav Hirsch holds that Psalms 56 through 60 are a michtam, as it says in the first Pasuk here, understood to be a crucial golden rule which David HaMelech holds up the rest of his life. So this led me to dig deeper into what we are to glean from this psalm. I noticed that the word yom, 
day repeats itself five times, referring to an almost present feeling. For example, all day my adversaries oppress me, or in the day that I am afraid I will trust in you, or all day long they cause me grief in my affairs, they plan only evil against me. That coupled with a beautifully poetic image in uh, Pasuk 9, Nodi safarta ata sima dimati vinodaha halo visifrataha. You keep count of my wanderings, put tears into your flask, into your record. There is a lot more to that particular pasuk, but for our purposes here, if I had to sum up the overall feeling that I get from this psalm, it's not a dire depression. It's a feeling of, it is what it is. A phrase that is very polarizing, I know, mostly because people either assume the idiom is a tautology that doesn't actually mean anything, or because it indicates that the person just doesn't care about their situation and there's nothing that for them to do to change anything, even if they did care. But here, I think David is teaching us that in his moment of pain and grief, he reached this point of clarity where he was acknowledging all that had been, including all the hardships and all his wanderings, all that is and all that will be. He was accepting the fact that he was not going to be welcome anywhere he went and that he would have enemies and that his life was not going to be easy. And at the same time, there is a serenity that comes with this acknowledgement of hardship. He is still able to praise and trust and pray and thank God. It reminds me of the serenity prayer in Alcoholics Anonymous. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. To me, it seems that David made peace with what is. He recognized that he was in a point in his life where he couldn't be himself and he had to be that muted dove far from his goal but that had to work for now because he recognized that there was nothing he could do about it to change what happened and we see that he embraced it counting in his mind all the hardships and all his wanderings explaining in the very next pasuk that he gleaned from those hardships the trust that he has that God will in fact be there for him when he calls, seeing the gifts that came out of the hard times, recognizing the growth that can come from adversity and embracing that value. Then David actively cultivates faith and in Pasuk 12 says, In God I trust, I am not afraid. What can man do to me? Thereby finding the reason for why he was able to endure all this in the first place. I think this was a golden rule for David because it was a turning point for him. Instead of those times where we saw him in a deep mire and couldn't even pray to God, here he achieved a level of acceptance for what had transpired to the point where he was able to embrace it and see the good that came from it and chose to believe that there was a reason that he was given that challenge thereby achieving a sense of peace and serenity, even in the bleakest of times. We all 
go through ups and downs in our lives. It is what it means to be human. May we be able to accept what it is that we are going through. Embrace the blessings that came out of those hard times and come to a place of understanding for why we went through all that we had to go through and achieve an inner peace to enable us to appreciate the good times and have enough strength and serenity to get through whatever other hurdles come our way. The learning and recitation for this episode is in the merit of a Rafua Shalema for Simcha Yaakov ben Beatrice and Shira Bat Bat Devora Leah. May they have a complete Rafua Shalema in good time. Please stay tuned until after this quick break. that you would like to sponsor or if you have any questions please email me at nurseNisa1 N-U-R-S-E-N-I-S-A the number one at gmail.com also don't forget to join the Facebook group to be aware of upcoming episodes please subscribe and share thank you for joining